Chapter Eight of the Commentary by Voltaire on an Essay on Crimes and Punishments by Cesare Beccaria, translated by Edward Duncan in Graham. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Caroline. Chapter Eight, the Story of Simon Morin. The tragical end of Simon Morin is hardly less shocking than that of Anthony in the midst of the gaieties of a splendid court surrounded by gallantry and pleasure and during the season of greatest festivity at paris this unhappy wretch breathed his last in the flames in the year sixteen sixty three he was a deranged man who believed that he saw visions and even carried his folly so far as to imagine that he was sent from god and gave out that he was incorporated with jesus christ the parliament very judiciously condemned him to imprisonment in a madhouse what is exceeding singular there was at that time confined in the same madhouse another crazy man who called himself the eternal father simon morin was so struck with the folly of his companion that his eyes were opened to the truth of his own condition he appeared for a time to have recovered his right senses and having made known his penitence to the magistrates of the town obtained unfortunately for himself a release from confinement some time afterwards he relapsed into his former state of derangement and began to dogmatize his unhappy destiny made him acquainted with saint-sorlin desmartes who was for some time his friend but who afterwards from jealousy excited by the circumstances of their both belonging to the same holy trade became his most deadly persecutor desmartes was not less visionary than morin his first follies were indeed innocent he punished the tragi comedies of erigone and mirame with a translation of the psalms the romance of araine and the poem of clovis to which he added the office of the holy virgin in verse he likewise published dithyrambic poems enriched with incentives against homer and virgil from this species of folly he proceeded to another of a more serious nature he became furious against poor royal and after avowing that he had perverted some women to atheism commenced the career of a prophet he pretended that god had placed in his hands the key of the treasures of the apocalypse that with that key he would produce the reform of all humankind and that he was about to march against the Jocenists with an army of an hundred and forty thousand men nothing could have been more rational than to have confined him in the same cell with simon morin will it be credited that he met with encouragement from the jesuit anna the king's confessor 
he persuaded anna that poor simon morin was establishing a sect almost as dangerous as jansenism itself and finally having carried his infamy so far as to turn informer he obtained from the lieutenant criminal an order for the arrest of his unfortunate rival i scarce dare relate the result simon morin was condemned to be burned alive when about to conduct him to the stake the executioner found a paper in one of his stockings in which he begged forgiveness of god for all his errors that alone ought to have saved him but the sentence was irrevocable and he was executed without mercy such deeds harrow up the soul yet show me the country where scenes as dreadful have not taken place men have everywhere forgotten that they were brethren and have persecuted each other even unto death the most powerful consolation to human nature is that those dreadful times are passed away to return no more End of chapter 8